Hi, welcome back to another CSRM podcast. Dr. Greg Linville, your host. And I'm going to be talking to you today about one of our level one theological truths that form everything that we do in terms of our methods and our models. And you know that CSRM has been pioneering some of this thinking about how to help people that are doing sports outreach, recreation and fitness and other things in local churches. We're trying to help people understand why what they're doing is either effective or ineffective. We have what we call our fourfold evaluation rubric, and that is four words, strategically relevant and efficiently effective. And if you're out there in the local church or if you're out there in the paraministry world, sports-related paraministries, and you're wondering why it's not as effective as you would hope it would be, why are we not really going and making disciples? We think that often it's because we have an underdeveloped theological foundation. This is part of our three-tier paradigm. There will be screens that will come up on your particular device if you're watching this that will help you understand what a three-tier paradigm would look like graphically. If you're listening to this, you're in that cardio workout or you're on that commute to, to the uh, office or field, you may not be able to see it, but you can get on our website and you can find some of these graphs that will help solidify this thinking in, in your mind and in your heart. But the level one theological truth, these are Christocentric theologies. We've named them the ologies of sports outreach. This is what then informs our level two philosophical principle, biblically based philosophical principles. The level one is why we do what we do, gives us our, our purpose, if you will, our, our vision and our, and our mission. And then our level two helps us organize those theological foundations into some overarching principles that help us then go to what we do. We often run there, don't we, to that third level, that methodological model. But if your model is not strategic, meaning it's not helpful in going to make disciples, if it's not relevant to even get people involved, so if it's not strategically relevant to help you even get people into your ministry, and it's probably then going to mean that it's also not efficient in terms of your time, your efforts, your resources, the, the, the ties and sacrificial gifts that people give to you, and therefore it's not effective. And so if your methodological models the what you do, if it's not nearly as effective as you want it to be, let's go back to that level one and see if we've missed something. This particular ology that we're talking about today is what we call the ecclesiology. Ecclesiology comes from a Greek word, the ekklesia, meaning those that are called out. It's, it's really about people that come together out of a joint calling to be disciples of Christ and form this congregation that you're part of. 
that you as a sports minister is working for. So what's really amazing to us in this sports outreach community is that people have been doing something like this, like we're, we've been doing primarily in the Western world, but in a growing fashion around the world. We've been doing what we call sports outreach. It won't be long, and we'll celebrate our 100th anniversary. 1946 is when we had that first vision of taking some people on short-term sports mission trips that evolved into where we are today. So, why in all of that time has nobody ever thought about ecclesiology, a theology of the church, that's what ecclesiology is, a theology of the church, why has no one ever thought about this in relationship to the sports outreach community? I, I think for those of us in the church that are paid to be a sports evangelist in a church, a sports pastor, a sports and recreation minister, a church recreator, an activities pastor, the director of your family life center, whatever you call it, whatever your denomination or congregation calls it, we just kind of think ecclesiology is superfluous, meaning it really doesn't matter. It's not, it doesn't have any relevance because we're doing the church work, right? Well, I'd like you to think a little bit with me along those lines because how do we know what the overall purpose of the church is? How do we know what the overall function of the church is? How do we know who the church is? How do we differentiate between local church and a worship experience? Typically, traditionally, historically, that's been on a Lord's Day morning, on a Sunday, first day of the week morning. But as some things have shifted and culturally, it's gone to Saturday night. Our Catholic brothers and sisters have had masses on Saturday nights for centuries. Protestants coming later to the table, and even later to this particular uh, model, they've, they've come on Saturday nights, have come in, and now we've moved to other days of the week even. What kind of answers do we have for those kind of quandaries? And, and then even deeper, who can be a leader of our church? Not only do we just say who is the church, who makes up the church, but who can be a leader? Who, what person can become a leader? And in your sports and rec ministry, I'd be willing to bet that one of the, the biggest issues that you're facing is, what do I do with somebody who now is legally married, but is married to someone of their own gender? And there's probably even bigger issues out there as we begin to see the impact of transgenderism in our, in our culture and even uh, in a different vein almost at some, some of, um, of the polygamy kinds of issues that I, why should I restrict my marriage to only one person? Why couldn't there be three of us here? 
there, there's a lot of things that are going on in the world, and there are still places in the world where polygamy is very much part of the culture uh, that particularly men can have many different wives. All of this is part of ecclesiology. Now, the book that is coming out in the early part of 2019, it's going through the final editing phase as I record this, is simply called The Ecclesiology, Putting the Church Back in Sports Outreach. Putting the Church Back in Sports Outreach. The Ecclesiology of Sports Outreach. Now, I don't have time in this particular segment to go into depth about any of this. I'm simply here to tell you today that we'll hit a couple of the high spots and then we'll ask you to read some of the excerpts in our blogs on the CSRM website. Read the book. Hopefully you can purchase the book. And these books are often made as part of becoming an associate partner or certainly for those of you that are getting your certification through CSRM, your sports minister certification, these books come as part of the package when you sign up for that. But however you get this, I want you to understand that these are some of the foundational things that will help you do your sports outreach, do your recreation outreach, do your fitness and wellness and wholeness outreaches at a much better, deeper, more significant level. At the end of the day, your evangelistic disciple-making will be enhanced if you understand this one of the overall ologies. We'll be talking in the future about some of the other ologies and some of the other books that are being written. But let's go back on this ecclesiology. What's, what does a theology of church have to do with our sports outreach community. First of all, let me address those of you that are in the local church and that you have, again, seen this as being maybe unnecessary because you're in the church. I think when you start to understand that while it is by faith alone that people come into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, our faith is not alone in the sense that what happens after that profession of faith and after that acceptance of God's gift, what happens after that is vitally important. We all know that. I'll give you one little, little anecdote here. As I was talking about these concepts with a dear brother that works for a sports-related paraministry, holding a, a fairly high position within that ministry, I was saying to him that after I had spent some 20-some years as a professional sports chaplain, in other words, a chaplain that was serving a professional team all the way through the ranks of their minor leagues, etc., that I became very aware of the fact that of the thousands of men that came through those chapel services, very few of them seemed to be able 
to go to full spiritual maturity, becoming a dedicated disciple of Jesus. And I began to realize it was because, in some ways, the paraministry had, had crippled them that I was working with. Because they could just go to the ballpark and get a five or ten minute little chapel service. And they didn't become part of a body of Christ where they were nurtured, they were really discipled, they were held accountable. And that a vast majority of those guys did not go to full spiritual maturity. And as I was sharing this with, with one of my, my dear friends in the paraministry, I said, unless we get these guys, and it could be gals too, depending upon the ministry you're in, unless we get those people intimately involved with a local church, we don't see them come to full spiritual maturity. His response to me was, that's not going far enough. Now, he worked for a paraministry, church, uh, paraministry that was working with these elite athletes and coaches. And he said, because I've had a number of guys come through my ministry, and they go off and have their pro career, and, and they're plugged in, and they get plugged in, but they get plugged into a church that is not a Bible-believing church. And just because they're in a church doesn't guarantee them either. He said they have to be involved in a church that preaches Christ, that really respects the Bible and honors it as the authority for all they do, and that it is lived and preached out every single week. And I thought, he's right. I've not gone far enough. It's not just any church. It's got to be someone that has a church, that gets involved in a church that really does have those basic foundations. So you in the local church, you've got to ask yourself, how are you getting those people that you successively navigated from the community or the, or the streets over that first disconnect into your sports ministry or your fitness ministry, now that you've got them there, how are you going to get them over the second disconnect? And that is to get them involved in the body life of the church. How do you get them from the, the, from the field, the court, or the pitch to the, to the sanctuary? There's got to be some real thought about that. This book, Putting the Church Back in Sports Outreach, will help you understand that as will the book that came out this early part of this year in 2018, The Fundamentals of Sports Outreach. It'll talk to you about those two disconnects. It'll talk about evangelistic disciple-making. It'll talk about all these things that we need to do to help move those people to full spiritual maturity. And unless you have a strong ecclesiology in the local church that how important it is for those to get involved in the church and commit themselves to the church of Jesus Christ, to their long, ongoing relationship with Christ, unless we comprehend that, I think we're going to be a little lax on it. And we won't really try to emphasize that. Those of you that are in the paraministry world, sports-related paraministry, I think you can also learn from my anecdotal story that God bless you. You're on the front line, sometimes behind the enemy lines, in bringing these elite athletes and coaches into a personal relationship with Jesus. But I, 
I want to challenge you in a very loving kind of way. I want to encourage you to think about all those that you have really said that you have reached for Jesus. And just do the numerics in your own head. How many of them are today people that could be considered lifelong, dedicated disciples of Jesus that are growing to full spiritual maturity? How many? And if they're not, if they're not, is it because you didn't get them connected with a local body, a local congregation, a local assembly of the international worldwide church? You see, ecclesiology matters. And unless we understand it, we're going to really struggle in these areas, aren't we? Well, if you want to go deeper on this, contact me. If you want to understand this more, get the books, Fundamentals of Sports Outreach, and the book that's coming out here in 2019, Putting the Church Back in Sports Outreach. Read our blogs. Get in touch with us. We hope that this little 20 minutes with us today will begin to process some thinking in you to get you to where you need to be to truly reach those who are far from Jesus and his church. For CSRM's podcast, I'm Dr. Greg Linville. Thanks for joining us this week.